0: Hey, welcome back. You know, we hear about children who have become refugees because of the war in Ukraine. And some of those children, Kevin, are lucky enough to find refuge in other countries, including here in the United States.
1: Yeah, Tom, imagine fleeing your country bombs are blasting and you end up in another country with another language. It has to be scary and overwhelming. And for kids, it's key to get them back to some normalcy as quickly as possible. For many, that normalcy is getting into a school, and that is happening right here in Southfield. Joining us now is WJR Senior News Analyst, Marie Osborne. Good morning, Marie.
2: And good morning, guys. This is happening at the Manoogian School in Southfield. And according to one United Nations official, Every day, more than 70,000 Ukrainian children become refugees. Uh, More than three dozen of them are now at Manugian, a school that prides itself in its multicultural student body. Officials at the school say it hasn't always been easy for the kids. It's been an adjustment. There have been... unexpected bonuses, though. Ukrainian students already at the school helping those arriving to get comfortable in their new school, a growing experience for all of them. Students who need help purchasing lunches or getting uniforms are helped out. Many of the high school students I talked with escaped Ukraine with their mothers only. One student told me she didn't want to talk about her experience because it was too painful. Others, like Gleb, tell me they are still in touch with their friends in Ukraine, many who don't have it easy. Most of my friends uh, go to west side in Ukraine, but one of my friends uh, go to army. He is uh, 18, and now he, you know, fight with uh, Russians. And as you can imagine, life as a teenager is hard enough, but these kids have to deal with being uprooted from their lives, their countries, their families, their friends. Here is Vlad.
1: I... Lost all my like friends, all my uh, stuff, like that. Uh, my own room, um, a lot of uh, good, good feelings. I know.
2: He went on to tell me that he escaped only with his cell phone and a few items of clothing. Another student told me he left both of his parents behind. He lives here with his grandparents now. He faces, he says he FaceTimes with his parents every other day or so. And though grateful for his new life, he certainly misses his old one. All of the students, like Yana, expressed happiness at being here.
0: Yes. Uh, and I came here because of war in Ukraine. and. Uh that was a so big surprise, bad surprise for me, but uh, I'm grateful I'm here and safe.
2: Tom and Kevin, school officials say they are focused on academics, but mental health is a top priority. Students are provided plenty of opportunity for peer-to-peer and professional counseling if necessary. Also, if you'd like to assist specifically the students who go to the school, you can go to org and get info there.
1: What a story. Wow. Uh, It would be um, hard for these kids to adapt, to leave friends and family behind. I, I, I completely understand how happy they are to be safe, but they must just be worried constantly about everybody that they left behind at home as this war rages on.
2: Right. And what was interesting in talking about them, I talked to about, there were about uh, 10 of them in the room when I got a chance to talk with them. You know how teenagers are. They, they kind of play it close to the vest, right? They don't like to really uh, talk about things that are that difficult to talk about. But m- many of them expressed to me, like the student who left his parents Uh, overseas. And uh, he's here, of course, living with his grandparents, luckily, but still leaving his parents there and his friends and his families. And they're they're all very, very concerned uh, uh, about those that were left behind. Although, again, they are keeping it pretty close to the vest
0: they must be but they must be dealing with just the most uh, wide ranging of emotions because remember three months ago they were living like you know our teenagers were living here in this country probably without really any fear that russia was truly going to invade and here they are now in a completely different culture and i I don't know if this is the case or not you would know because you were there but the, the it's english itself Uh, The language barrier, is that a problem? Is English their second language? Do they understand the language here? And is that part of the uh, adapting to a new culture?
2: So I was blown away by how well they spoke English, especially that student, Vlad. He was great. I was absolutely blown away. What was interesting too about this school is because they are a multicultural school, uh, their basis is Armenian, but they have many other cultures there. So the Ukrainian students who were there previously, who live in this area and speak Ukrainian just naturally, they've kind of taken on leadership roles with some of these students and kind of, especially the younger kids, these were all high schoolers, but there's younger ones there too. And so they'll take them around the school and show them around and if they have a problem, they know they can go to that student uh, and speak freely because they'll be understood so that until their English gets up to speed, they have someone that they can talk to. So imagine that the kids who are already at that school are getting um, a chance to be leaders and a chance to do a humanitarian effort. So they're growing, right? And then these students who are coming here are also growing, of course, because they are able to go to a new school and learn a new language and so forth. But Overall, I was deeply impressed by their English. They they learn English in school there. It's standard.
1: Well, they're going to have a lifelong friendship. That they all came yes. over together in crisis, and they're able to lean on each other. Uh, they are they're going to have a special relationship for the rest of their lives.
2: Yeah, they, they really are, and the headmaster at the school is Dr. Josip Tor, uh, Torosian, and he said a lot of uh, local school groups have had sales and so on to raise funds for the kids. He's really dynamic and absolutely committed to helping as many of these kids as possible. He says they're getting calls every single day about new refugee students. Can you possibly take them into the school? Can you help us out with these students, because this school has proven that they know how to do it and that they can integrate these students uh in a safe way not just for their academics but for their mental health as well yeah they're entirely really quite like, a place yeah
0: so they're obviously accepting donations as you mentioned at the agbu alex and marie Manugian school in southfield i don't they got what over 100 students there is that what it is to, to try to take care of at least help in some form or well, fashion beyond education um,
2: i yeah I was told they had about uh, three to f- uh, four dozen students there, and um uh, overall, they have many more Ukrainian students, but they're not th- th- uh, in the situation of being refugees like gotcha. the students that i that I spoke with there so um yes they are uh they are open for uh uh donations, but this school is very committed also to very high academic standards ninety five percent of their students go on to college acceptance they have that that's their college acceptance rate. So they want to get these students up to speed so that they can live full, happy lives here in the United States.
0: Oh, I love it. I love what they're doing. It's fantastic. And and thanks for bringing the story to us. It's Marie Osborne, a senior news analyst. Thanks, Marie.
2: Thanks, guys.
0: Appreciate it. Have a good one. Uh, we're going to take your call, but uh, we're also going to check out with Jeff Glover. What is he up to? Uh, he's doing a lot of good work, actually. That's coming up next year on 760 WJR.